record and actually recording. And we're live, so, so I can see my voice actually being recorded now. Yes, which is great. I'm going to speak, uh, I believe, about um, the significant loss of 13 minutes of my life mm. caused by you pressing some button other than record. <laughs> so. Anyway, music's up. Give us the intro. Yep. So this is the 1240 Hangover Cure podcast on a Sunday morning. Uh, welcome. I'm Rodders. And I'm Harv. I'm just going to jump in there. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, you know, I'm not going to give you a hard time, Rodders. Um, but no, you can. You, I gave you license to as soon as I realized that. So go ahead. You're going to... Do your worst. Well, I'm just going to... Look... Let's just make it a simple transaction. You owe me 13 minutes of my life of, well, I don't want to overstate it, but possibly genius content that is now not available to the, you know, the listening public no, as a whole. No, it's not. It's not. But I mean, how much have we said that we've thought that about and haven't recorded it? Quite I'm, a bit. I'm sorry. There's, I'm there's quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't so know. I don't think you should you know, see it as too much of a loss. It's a huge loss. It's 13, 13, it's 13 minutes. minutes of anyway fantastic content. It's it's not the end of the world. No, I'm, we're no, recording now. Ending. It's all rolling. It's not know? the apocalypse. It's it's you know we just shuffle on. You know I now we're we're faced with a problem though. Do we you know try to go over yeah the, go for it the same content again yeah or should we just move it was on? Like a, it was like a you know dress rehearsal. But then we'll be like trying to recapture that lightning no, in a bottle. I mean, bottle. it's just the same concept, right? So you can talk about the same things or different things. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I, we'll, we'll, I think we should definitely talk about Seinfeld because I think that yeah. that is an important thing for creators and so so forth. Yeah, so, I think that's something people would be uh, fairly interested in. Yeah, so if you didn't Stuff catch it during said. the week, Seinfeld uh, took it upon himself in an interview and... To be honest, I cannot verify that this actually happened. I looked for a recording and I couldn't find one. But someone on some shitty website apparently interviewed him and uh, he referred to YouTube as the dumping grounds of the internet. And he said the well, less... The dumping, dumping ground of... Well, it was just YouTube, wasn't it? Not the YouTube was the dumping ground of the internet. Yeah. yeah like yeah. That's where all of the user-generated shit quality content goes and that's why he's not on there. Yep. Um, and he said the less of that user-generated shit, the better. He didn't say shit. He doesn't swear. Yeah, he's a, so he's a clean, clean I comic. I said shit, but um, that's, you know, I should really redirect that at Seinfeld uh, because he is a shithead for saying all of this stuff about content creators. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. How does it make you feel, Rodders? Because it really pissed me off. He is about to perform in Australia, isn't he? Yeah. I think I've might, seen dates. He might face a boycott. Shows that uh, are coming up at, you know, big venues in Australia. I'm sure he's charging uh, some ridiculous price for a ticket Yeah, to go and see him, uh, you know, talk for 90 minutes. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, if he's saying this in Australia, you know, prior to his tour starting i don't think it's a good move on on his part because yeah it's gonna it's not why he gets heckled it's know, we're, we're in an era where an entire generation task on it. there's an entire generation i reckon at the moment who thinks of themselves as content creators there's there's barely a kid who hasn't made at least one youtube video you know that you could probably find i mean it's yeah. it's and it's growing it's it's becoming why what would is he have anything against it though i mean where where is he coming from with this what, what has he got against youtube 
I, I have no idea. He just doesn't like poor quality content or what he perceives as poor quality yeah. content. So, yeah. I uh, mean, we can relate to that. I mean, I yeah, I hate there's a lot of content on YouTube content too. That, that is, uh, you know, unfortunately it becomes way less enjoyable because it is lower quality and, you know, because the audio is not recorded well and that grates on people's ears. It's just, yeah. you know, I used to think it was just me because I was into music and I'm a DJ and everything. Um you know, oh, that's why I'm so sensitive to it. No, it's not just me. It's, it's You'd pretty be much more everybody. sensitive. There's a lot of people who can tolerate poor quality audio, but for the, for the most part, I think it's, it's the, the first indicator of poor quality of a perception of unprofessionalism yeah. that you get. And, you know, I understand where Seinfeld's coming from with that. Don't get me wrong. I think everybody should try to, you know, learn about microphone technique, uh, miking themselves up properly, get the best quality audio they can. You know, reduced room noise, and it definitely we're makes, doing that makes a huge difference if if you make an effort to um, record it well. Exactly, but at the, the same instance. time, you're talking about a multi-millionaire, a fucking billionaire, or whatever he is, with all of the resources of networks and people throwing money at him to invest in his show. Of course, you know he's got like 27 fucking GoPros in his car or whatever to get his show done. Yeah, and who knows how many? It's fine for him. So he's he, got all the resources in the world to create a really exactly. professional product. You know, he can he can I'd afford like to, see him to ride around show. in fucking cars, yeah. drinking fucking coffee with his fu- with his fucking coffee. This fucking guy. Anyway, that fucking guy. But yeah, I mean, I'd like Not to see him move, make that Seinfeld. show on zero budget. And see if he ends up on the dumping grounds of YouTube because uh, I right. would suggest he probably would. I mean, what does he know about that anyway? He didn't have to start it. He didn't have YouTube when he was starting out, you know? Oh, well, he's a digital innovator, Rod. Don't Didn't you know? New media, mate. New media. You know, he went from television, ultra stardom, and then he threw away all his material. He did a little stand-up special, and then he went B-movie. And now, oh, oh my God. God, so innovative. He's on fucking Crackle or something. Well done, Seinfeld. You're a fucking genius. They've only been around for about, what, 15 years since the start of the internet? I don't know. I mean, I just... Yeah. Yeah, it's good that he's being a little bit innovative. Disappointing, Seinfeld. Why doesn't Seinfeld just make his content for free instead of getting fucking Acura to sponsor him for millions of dollars, spend his own money on it, and put it out for free to the masses? Why Why is it that a YouTube creator with zero money... He could be more money, generous. A budget of zero does that. They invest their time and whatever spare money they have into making their content. And then Seinfeld, who's got all the money in the world, wants to make money out of it or he won't Mm. do it. You know, in season three of um, Comedians in Cars with Coffee, I'm pretty sure it was around season three. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to do another season unless I can find a business model that works for it. So unless it's sponsored, he's not going to do it. Obviously, he's got a you know, philosophy on what he does for his entertainment work. Like he expects to get paid for it. Isn't that something. the elite Illuminati philosophy? Never well, it take kind a of loss. is. Yeah, kind never go is. backwards in amassing wealth. To That's- put to put a monetary, uh, you know, goal as your main priority is, yeah, that's typical. Well, I don't know if it's main priority. Maybe for Seinfeld, but for, for like – the oligarchs that uh, that you know rule and control our lives. I think it's it's a side thing, but it's like it's like a rule that they follow. They just will not take a loss. Well, that's what I mean. A philosophy, yeah. yeah, it's their main thing, making money. If it's not making a profit, it's not not happening. Yeah, basically. 
Yeah, and, but uh, I, I think their primary goals are different. You know, I think they're pretty. It's not as simplistic as that. Obviously, it's got more to it. But that's the core of it. That's the crux of it. That's the flux capacitor of it. So, well, since we're in conspiratorial territory, I got a question for you, Rodders. And I'm sorry, we haven't recapped all the stuff that we did. So that probably we'll never get back to that. So, bad luck for you guys. That was great stuff. But um, now that we're into this territory, I want to seize the moment and talk about. I was thinking the other day while I was taking a shit because it's the only time I ever think. Shit thoughts? Yeah. I think about, I alternate between thinking about shitting and thinking about other stuff. Before you ask your question, can I ask you a question? Is it about shit? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a good shit or was it a bad shit? This one? This particular instance. Well, good shits these days are few and far between. Mm. I don't specifically remember, but I don't specifically remember having a good shit for about 10 years. Right. So, so this was a bad one. I was actually thinking- So uh, you would have had a bit of time there. This this is a bit, I, I would lo- like, if I met Seinfeld, I would pitch this bit about shitting to him. And I know he probably wouldn't be able to say it because he can't say shit. It's hard to do without saying shit. C- can't say shit. But I would, I would say observational humor, Seinfeld, here's some for you. Here's some observational humor. Perhaps one way to mark- the passing of time and the accumulation of age is to say that for each decade that passes in your life, you need to have one extra wipe to f- fully feel clean after the <laughs> shit. So, so in your first like 10 years of life, you can probably just wipe once. Clean snaps all over the place. Clean snaps. It's easy. You know, like you wipe once and it comes back clean. Maybe breaks off a couple of hairs, but there's no shit there. You know, decade. I can remember. Two, I can remember even ghosting a couple when I was young. I, I, I was, I, I, I was the master of the. I get up and and I, and I'd look down and there's nothing there. It's gone. You know it's, what? It's already gone. You know what a ghost shit is? I don't think it's that you didn't shit. I think it's that it was such a streamlined shit. That's what I'm talking about. That it just went straight down the system. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It just it just exited so well, gracefully, and so clean. Yeah. That it that it that it, the momentum it hit carried the, it. It hit the S bend just to, just so. And it was in such so harmony it went, that it just it just goes to its home in this in the sewage. <laughs> it just it just goes home. That's beautiful. It accepts its fate, it knows where it belongs, and it just heads there. <coughs> so I'm thinking now, you know, I'm in my fortieth year, the forty first year, did I turn forty one? Yeah. And so I'm in my fourth decade, and I was thinking, well, that means, you know, four Four Extra wipes. wipes. Yeah, yeah. Four this wipes. is your, your However, concept. when I was thinking about that, you know, three or four days ago, I completely invalidated it this morning by wiping about 27 times, which oh. would make me 270 years old. So my theory is bad. Anyway, I think Seinfeld should do that bit. Hopefully he's listening. <laughs> and uh, Seinfeld, if you're there, you know, um, that's oh. yours. Go ride in a bag of dicks, would you, Seinfeld? Take it. Yeah, we didn't do the bag of dicks. We spoke, spoke a lot about a bag of dicks in the unrecorded uh, out, outtakes previously. And, um, yeah, that bag of dicks. Yeah, no. Look, and, and don't go see material. show. Boycott his show. I mean, he's. if oh, you're God. a YouTuber, you're you should be offended. You should be offended at what he's saying. But like he said, I mean, he's just got a certain stance on it. 
you know, he'd be outnumbered, in my opinion. There's yeah, a lot more people. Yeah, but it's an arrogant, out of like touch that. stance. So, you know, yeah. he's he's not going to win any fans. He's the same like with that. his shows. I mean, it, this is why we love Louis C.K., because he does it different. Yeah. You know, his business model is completely different. Louis he's C- like, Louis I don't C.K. care. If, a hero. I don't care if, uh, you know, I don't make a lot of money, as long as it's easy for people. Yeah. And he speaks in a language that's just easy to understand. He doesn't try and talk above or below. He just talks to you. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's amazing that he's managed to maintain that. More genuine, you know. He seems to have a more genuine type of approach. Occasionally, he'll come on a talk show and he'll come out and he'll be in a fucking suit. Have you seen some of those interviews where he turns up in a suit? And I'm like, more. it, there it is makes more me recent nervous interviews, because right? I'm like, oh, he's lost it. He's in a suit. Yeah. He should be in a black T-shirt But or doesn't whatever. he always acknowledge when he's in a suit? They always talk about it. It's the first thing they talk about. Yeah. But um, there's been a couple of interviews where I felt like he was starting to lose touch or something. He, he just went a bit weird. It felt right. like someone, like he'd hired a publicist and the publicist said, look, just wear the suit, mate, you know. Yeah, Wear just, the suit. just do what they want you to do. Yeah, clean up the, the potty mouth a little bit, you know, like what's the harm? Do you yeah. really need to say fuck every 10 seconds? You could use a few more bags of money, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Don't That'd, you want the money? Yeah. Don't you want to provide for your daughters or whatever the fuck? So, you know, was, was there any reprieve or has he lost it? Do you no, there were just a couple of interviews where I thought, shit, Louis C.K., please, you know, don't go this way. And generally he just, you know comes back in looking like a slob and you go thank god for that yeah. he's drooled on it's his like t-shirt a relief. and he hasn't even changed it thank yeah, there's god a, yeah. he's got bits of breakfast cereal in his beard thank christ he yeah, hasn't there's removed pizza on his uh, shirt or something even though yeah, he hasn't even though i'm off. having you know like his his stomach's poking out underneath his t-shirt <laughs> and i'm seeing little Not orange hairs wish, around his belly uh, button but that's what i want from CK. ck we don't wish him any ill you know, no. we, we want him to be as healthy as possible and live as long as possible. But uh, in in terms of conforming to what the industry standard is often where it's set, he's quite active in sort of rebelling against that and making a point of it, which is yeah, why he's appealed to me for so long as well. Well, Louis C.K. and, and Beyonce, I mean, she's a, she's a trailblazer too, right? Beyonce? Yeah, she released an album without uh, without any promotion and without using a, a, a label. Yeah, she's already got a pretty good position in the industry. You think? Where she can, yeah, release something and expect that it will still be, you know, fairly well received. She's got a pretty good I think that was actually what was already. so offensive about Seinfeld's comments. Not that he said it, because I think... Deep down inside, a lot of us, even as YouTubers, can relate to the idea that, yeah, some of it is really shit quality. But it's that he did it from that level. Like, he's so, like, oh, he was like bragging about, oh, comedians in cars with coffee gets 50 million views. Yeah, well, of course it does, Seinfeld. You had a fucking TV show. You're Seinfeld. You know, like, I (laughs) I could do that if I was Seinfeld. If I'd made Seinfeld the TV show jesus don't don't trash like pewdiepie who got 50 million subscribers you know working for six or seven years fairly organically through the yeah through he might be a douchebag who didn't actually delete his channel but he uh he did do like he said he was you know was gonna do didn't he he said he was gonna do that i I just saw it and i just saw clickbait straight away and i just thought no way i'm not i'm not falling for that pewdiepie he he deleted his second channel oh big move 
Well done, PewDiePie. I don't know, I can't even say his fucking name. That's the main reason I've never watched his show. Yeah, it's his name just sounds, it sounds, you know, sort of prissy to say it or something. I know, it's like... Childish. I don't mind watching... You sound like a five-year-old saying his name. That's right. I wouldn't mind watching his videos, but then if someone said, hey, what are you watching? I wouldn't, like, want to have to say, I'm watching PewDiePie. And they'd be like... What? Mate, you're a fuckhead. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's happened to you, mate. Watching it. But just have a beer and get back on track, all right? Can't you just watch some sport or something? Chuck on the footy before I kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound like a kid's show, so you know, it's it's Yeah. Maybe So he can, you know. Maybe he's time maybe time for a rebranding for PewDiePie. I mean, I don't want to give him advice because He's got 50 million subscribers, and uh, I think I believe we've got uh, 261 or so. Is that so, where we're at now? Something like that, yeah. That's popcorn lobotomy popcorn you're talking lobotomy, about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrenching the popcorn lobotomy, yeah. Popcorn lobotomy, yeah. yeah. You know, shout out to myself, popcorn Shout lobotomy. out to PCL underscore Harv, PCL underscore Rodders. Uh, on, uh, on Twitter. That's on with Twitter. an at before it. Yeah. Our semi Looking for us on Twitter. Quasi uh, <laughs> AI entities that exist on um, Twitter. Can we get back to that conspiratorial stuff again? I, I want to go. I want to go dark. I want to get into the shadows a little bit. I feel okay. Well, you know, it's not going to get people out of bed. I don't think it's going to inspire anyone, but you know, it might. People get inspired by weird things. Well, you know, it, it's. It's growing. I think it's a growing concept. You know that people are under the impression that they're being controlled. You know, yes, by a ruling elite, and uh, it's it's about like it's not about recognizing that that's a problem. It's how to combat it, and we would. T- well, that's, that's what the we tough thing, right? we were on about that a little bit before. We where humor is. A weapon against that. Well, humor is a good way to communicate with people without intimidating them or overwhelming them. So you can give yeah. a little nugget of information in in a, in a comedy bit or whatever, and people will accept it because they're in a receptive. It's more palatable when it's funny. Mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know George Carlin being the the perfect example of that, where he basically went you know old man crazy and and conspiratorial in the end and decided that uh, you know that. Uh, the entire world was ruled by, um, you know, this cartel. Well, of- he came out just saying religion's dumb, the government's stupid, and you should never do anything you're told to do ever by anybody. Yeah. But there's a reason that resonates with people. And I used to think, I used to watch it and think, how is this comedy? He's just kind of speaking truthfully. Yeah, you know, it's it's it. it's that. That Homer reaction. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, eventually, I came to that conclusion. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a little bit. Oh no, he didn't. Did he really say that? Oh, I've been thinking it secretly that, for like five years. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he was. He was. Um, Rest in peace, George. Attacking Gale. a lot of sacred cows. You know, like I guess there's not a lot of people who have the courage to sort of speak out against uh, not just the government, but he talked of the shadow government and stuff as well. Yeah, you know, he was pretty clued into what was going on. Although covered a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, I was turned on to Carlin through Bill Hicks. You know, right. I saw Bill Hicks before I saw Carlin. I think. Yeah, and that's you know, and, and he um, credited George Carlin a lot. Yeah, inspiring him. 
Well, I guess yeah, it's pretty a pretty obvious connection. I um, I never got and into that's similar Bill Hicks, comedy though. Because similar I, comedy, I tried to listen to Bill Hicks. You you told me about him, and I I tried to listen, and I had the same reaction to you as you did. You said you had to Carlin when you first heard him, which is he's not making jokes. There's no jokes. Here. Yeah, there's no jokes. He's just sort of saying what he thinks the uh, the truth to everything is. Exactly, he's just or talking the about to... the world in general. Yeah. But my question to you, Rod, is since you know we're both in this conspiratorial mindset, and we have that that worldview, or at least are familiar with it. I, you know, I'm still on the fence a little bit, but, but generally speaking, I think most of, most of that is, it's not like we buy in to every conspiracy, but it's interesting to look at all this stuff and see how plausible it could be. It's fascinating. Even if you view it as, as a fictional world, conspiracy theory are some of the best stories out there. And maybe true. I mean, yeah, they're, just stories. You know, they, Even... they're not set in a fantasy world. They're set in your world and uh, they may actually be true. So, you know, it's, yeah. that's, that's what I usually get out of, out of, um, or uh, maybe it's just how I justify it, but either way, that's why I listen to a lot of that stuff. But the question cool I have to you is like the, the, the cool meat and story, potatoes bro. conspiracy theory, right? Is the new world order, this concept of the new world order, which is, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, oligarchical elites all colluding together at their little Bilderberg groups or their Bohemian groups or, yeah. or secret meetings that we don't know about and deciding together to build a, a, a one world government with a one, one world religion. religion and a one world currency, right? They're the three tenets of this new world order. Yeah. And we know that the things are moving in that direction. But my question to you, Rodders, is... What is it? Is it a bad thing? Is it a bad thing? Now, not not just to qualify, I'm not saying is it a bad thing if the people who apparently are doing it get their way. I'm saying is the idea of one world government, one world currency and one world religion a bad thing? Well, yeah, I think it is a bad thing. So why? Because you hear about it all because the time. Because it doesn't allow for any sort of choice and it, and it narrows things down to a point where it's easy, much easier to control. That's if true. The, if it there is a, if there power. is a controlling uh, group of people, it's going to be a lot easier for them to do that. If there's everyone's subscribed to the same things, but isn't it's all this diversity and and the and and stuff that um, they're trying to get rid of? But isn't difference? I think that's a lot of the isn't agenda. highlighting differences between human beings barriers. Um, affiliation to a country, affiliations here and there, whatever, isn't that what separates human beings and stops us uniting into one, you know, consciousness? No, you see together, people unite from different war? countries all the time. That's I don't think it stops. It's not a barrier at all. But doesn't the new world order doesn't that eliminate war? Who would war against who if they got their way? And wouldn't that be a, a decent price to pay? If you're going to be ruled by these oligarchs, no matter what, right? Which is We've the got to all form one army against the aliens. <laughs> They're coming. Yeah, well, that's probably how they'll, um, you know, try to try to get us to, to go along with it. Yeah, there's a lot of propaganda at the moment be something that like suggests that. isn't it going to be an alien invasion. I know, and it sounds crazy, and yet there's movies like Arrival coming out and there's, yeah. uh, there, were, there were guys like Ronald Reagan talking about it. Uh, you know, back in the what was that the the seventies or whatever, whenever he was uh, president, you know, and he was he was saying it out loud. I mean, it's it, you know, you can you can say it's That's a crazy right. idea. Well, then Ronald Reagan's crazy too, because he spoke about it. Yeah. But I don't know. I I think here's what here's what I would, the reason why I was thinking about this is I think 
it's not a matter of resisting the new world order. I think it's a matter of having the people take the power back and controlling what direction it goes in. It's pe- people need to take responsibility for their for being alive in general and yeah. what that entails. That's and what I it think, should be. Yeah. You know, I think we've been taught a lot of uh, wrong things. Well, we're doing a, a lot of lot of resisting. You've got Alex Jones on a on a you know podium yelling resisting our world order. And I don't know why he's developed this Australian accent, but there it is, you know. But why? Why resist it? Why not just control it? Because, you know, they, all of these conspiracy theorists, they always say the power is ultimately with the people because we have the numbers. I, I don't, so why not do it? Why not do what? The one world Create NWA our own thing. new world order. Go fuck it. Let them think they're having it. Let them do all the, build all the infrastructure, spend all their fucking resources and money getting mm. it done. But at the end of the day... We control it. Yeah, I don't know if I follow that. Why? What? Which part of? I mean, what's what's, what's your question? How are you controlling? How are we? How is that a choice for someone? Because you have to give your yeah. Well, we'll all subscribe this. We'll all do this. Get rid of everything that exists and do this, and we'll trick the ruling elite with it. Uh, No. Well, the the new world order would rely on having an army. It doesn't. Right. The reason. The reason that. you know, I think the reason that the things are so interesting on Earth is because there's diversity and because the diversity is nothing to do with government. That's what we're talking about. You're talking about trying to align everything under one thing. Well, I mean, I, I don't, don't even think, think we I need think to human be beings. So, so I'm not talking about their version of the new world order. I'm talking about having people stop resisting it and start forming it ourselves. Well, we, why do we have to form this one, everything that goes down one your, path? I think your perception of what I'm talking about is different from what I'm actually suggesting. Yeah, it's not clear what you're suggesting. I think borders are bad. I think labels are bad. I think racial divisions are bad. I think religion, religious divisions are bad. I think currency is bad. All of these things that would be removed under a new world order, we can do these things ourselves. In fact, we're already in a way, you know, inevitably evolving in that direction. Why not just embrace it rather than, rather than start getting up on podiums well, maybe and people, saying, maybe resist that is, it, resist it. Maybe that is the natural evolution of things, but then so be it. Let it evolve. It's not an agenda that needs to be pushed. People will naturally go in that direction if that's where it's going. Yeah, so why not do it consciously rather than uh, rather than resisting. Well, in a way, I mean, I, I think to myself sometimes, you know, what am I? What do I believe in? What's my philosophy? I'm up here saying that all these other things are bad. What's What do I believe in? What's my belief? What is your belief? And it's certainly not that everyone should subscribe to the same thing. That's not what I mean. I didn't say that's what you mean. I said that's not what I think people should do. I don't think that's the answer. That's no type of solution. You know, I think um, that people just need to be more critical. They need to be more critical in the way they think and not just be apathetic to things and go, ah, oh, it doesn't really matter, you know. It's just taking responsibility. That's where the power is. Yeah. Actually being aware and present in the moment and being conscious in the moment and being aware of everything that's surrounding you in that moment and just, and making a choice to, you know, uh, to do something or to just enjoy your life. To engage. 
and not just you know walk around in a trance, but pretending if you're in a trance, other people do don't know? exist. Well, maybe you don't, but it just seems to me that uh, you know, especially when I'm in a big crowd of people, especially you know here in Melbourne, um, it seems like a lot of people are in some sort of trance, and especially if you know you've got plenty of distraction if you've got you know headphones in and you're looking at your phone or you're playing a game or something that's being in a trance isn't it yeah but how how many of those people who you perceive as being in a trance are looking around thinking the same thing well i don't know we don't maybe know. a lot could be could be all of them for all we know maybe a lot one of the things that i was um i had a you know a youtube comment section conversation last night and one of the things that came up was a few weeks ago, I'd put a comment on this girl's video saying something along the lines of talking about using the term to be awake and saying, I awake, find that, that yeah. using, I don't use that term. People because, are saying that a lot, aren't they? Wake up, people. Yeah. And it implies superiority. So I said, I don't mm. use that term because I don't like implying that my worldview is superior to someone else's worldview Yeah, because I had a different worldview that was closer to theirs years ago. And I thought I was right then. So how can I be sure I'm right now? I can't. I shouldn't be that arrogant to think that, oh, I have a new answer now. This one's definitely right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure like learning is just going to be a process. I'll continue to do it. And every time I look back on what I thought before, I will hope that I have better ideas, but I never want to get to a point where I say I have the right idea because that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So if people are walking around in the a What the fuck trance, is that noise? It's my alarm. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, mate. Sorry, we'll, yeah. we'll not do that next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I knew it wasn't your phone ringing. So, yeah, we, we need to start wrapping this up. And I think it's a, it's a good, interesting thing, but it's something we'll, we'll discuss more in, in future yeah, podcasts. Yeah, I think it'll be a bit of a theme on the, on the 1240 podcast, probably. And I think on, you know, it's a good segue to say, well, if you feel uh, that you're one of the awake people, maybe get the fuck out of bed. Get yeah. the fuck out of bed. If you're awake, get if out of bed. If you're so fucking awake, why are you still in bed? That's right. If you're still in bed and you think you're so in tune with what's going on, go out and engage in it. Go go make yourself some fucking toast. Go get a crumpet. You know, I was thinking about crumpets. Go get a crumpet. The other day, crumpets with like honey. My God, I haven't had that for 10 day, years. Really? Hey, with the shit. The crumpets are fantastic. It's just a dob of honey on there, and you absolutely, golden. you know, melt the melt the butter all the way through to the bottom. It's melt the me honey hungry. on top of it. Get out of bed. Actually, that's this Get week's hangover cure. That's that was, this week's hangover cure. I was going to say that's crumpets. that's the hangover cure. That's also in my wheelhouse. Dob a, dob of honey on the crumpets. That's in your wheelhouse. Get out of bed. <laughs> This has been the 1240 Podcast. I am Rodders. And uh, I'm Harv, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. I'm going to go eat a fucking crumpet. Get a crumpet up And I'm going to use one of those, like, you know, round things that you drip the honey off. You know, those wooden things. They're really, you know, like, it's just a way to serve honey, but it just looks so good. So I'm going to use that. All right. Get out of bed. bed. Get out of bed now. See you next week. (laughs) Pfft. <laughs>